This is the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC. Need help around the house? Even the handiest do-it-yourselfer needs an extra hand sometimes. Let Home Inspector David Nason help you out during the Fix It Show on WTMJ. The Fix-It Show is sponsored by Siding Unlimited and JNB Construction. Dayton Kane taking the week off. I'm Libby Collins along with David Nason. And David, I can't wait to talk to our guests this hour right. because we've got Jason Fox from Capital Heating, Cooling, and Electric with us. And such a popular guest. I know we always get those phone calls for him. And let's give that number if you want to get through uh, on our WTMJ talk and text line it's 855-616-1620 well good morning good morning jason welcome back oh thanks it's good to be back yeah so what's new it's, uh it's well i guess it's spring i guess yeah <laughs> right <laughs> open your windows and let all the dirty air in your house yep, right? time for air conditioning season apparently next week here we're <laughs> 55 degrees so uh you but know. right now we can use the outside air to air condition your house so but when you do that you bring in all the stuff that comes with it, right? All the all the all the other good stuff that's in the air, right? Mm-hmm. So the air actually air quality improves a little in the winter because there's less stuff. Uh, well, oh. not when we're salting roads and stuff, but uh, uh, you know, there's not as much uh, you know nature provided uh, items Wait, in the air. Is that a thing? The salt on the roads affects the air quality. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Um, well, that salt gets in the air and it starts moving around, and yeah. Hmm. Never thought of that. That's interesting. What about the brine they put on the roads? Uh, I would guess, you know, all that stuff, you know, I mean, the thing about air is you 99% of what's in it, you can't see, sure. right? So Radon, uh, helium, all, all, all that good of, stuff. Some of it you can't smell. Our, our <laughs> oxygen that we're bringing is like, was it 80% nitrogen. oxygen or nitrogen? Yeah, most of, most of the air is actually nitrogen. Okay. All right. Well, that's, we're getting in the weeds here, but what we want to really talk about <laughs> is the is the indoor quality in your house and how that's affected by your ductwork and your... Filter. filter. So we should probably change your filter if you're listening <laughs> right. to this. If you haven't changed your filter, please exactly. go change your filter. Uh, you know, if you need help changing your filter, call us. We'll happily, yeah. happily walk sure you through the process. Make sure it's in the right direction. It's yes. got an arrow on it. It points at the furnace. And then the ever crazy question, what's this MERV rating thing, too? So, so MERV is the uh, ability to, to capture stuff in the filter. So the higher the number, the more stuff that the filter is going to capture. The problem is, is the higher the number can also kill your furnace if you mm-hmm. don't have your furnace ductwork properly. So if your furnace can't breathe good, right, and you mm-hmm. put this really high MERV rating filter because you really want to get your air nice and clean, uh, it would be the same as like you are running a marathon, but you put a cocktail straw in your mouth to breathe. Sure. So it would be very difficult and uh, probably would not be good for your body over a period of time. Your furnace is no different, right? Yeah, uh, your furnace. If your furnace was a car, it would drive about hundred thousand miles a year, right? You're you basically have it off uh, for you know four weeks in the spring, four weeks in the fall, you know, typically, and then other than that, typically people are using it to some degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it uh, it needs to breathe properly, right? So mm-hmm. the only way it can breathe properly is that everything is sized properly. Like the ducks, you know, a duck can only hold so much air, and mm-hmm. if the duck is too small. Well, then it can't breathe properly. Then if we put a too restrictive filter in, then same thing, we have an issue with that. So. If you start noticing you're having problems and you put this new filter in, maybe that could be part of the issue. Uh, I highly recommend you get a, a maintenance done by, you know, whoever, you, if you have a favorite HVAC guy or heating and cooling guy, mm-hmm. give him a call. If you don't, give us a call. We'll be happy to come out and, and help you with that. And what's your number? Our number is 414-384-4822. So 384-HVAC. Simple enough, right? Definitely. <laughs> 
Definitely. <laughs> and Tyler's working right now. I'd be happy to talk, take your calls and talk to you. Okay. Very good. Yeah, you, you know, Jason, you mentioned the ducks. And I guess, and I, you know, I mean, I'm un, unlike David, I'm not a home inspector. But isn't there like a standard for ducks? Or do they come in different sizes? And, and what impact does that have on the quality of air you get in your home? Well, so your ducks, uh, you know, they don't have an impact in quality of air, right? The quality of air is all the stuff going on in your house, right? So, you know, the worst thing we ever did to a home is attach a garage to it because now all the stuff that's in your garage is in your air in your house, right? So gasoline, fertilizer, chemicals, all that stuff comes in and out, right? And we don't use our fans to exhaust our house enough when we cook and go to, you know, bathroom fans and stuff when you shower. Um, So all the stuff that's in there, but think about all the stuff you can't see, like all the dust mites and the skin cells that we are constantly losing and, and you know, the pet dander from all of our furry friends that run around and all the stuff that they produce for us as well. So all that is in the air, right? So then now it's in the air and and then it settles in the ducts. And then basically every time your system turns on, you start to marinate and all these wonderful things that are floating around, (laughs) right, throughout your house. So and now if you you bought somebody else's house, you're not only marinating your stuff, you get to marinate in all the stuff that's in the house before them. Yeah, yeah, for you. So you get to to breathe all that great stuff in. So, you know, what we do is we want to clean that air up, right? So, you know, bring in fresh air to the house. We want to obviously clean the ducts, right, to make sure that we get all the stuff out of them so we're not blowing it around and, and smelling all that good stuff. And then we have different devices we can do to improve the air quality to actually remove everything out of there so you get this clean, healthy, fresh air. Uh, according to the EPA, the worst air you're going to breathe anywhere uh, in throughout your day is actually in your own home. Right. And if that wasn't enough of a picture for you, do this. Most people or a lot of people have a patio door, right? Maybe a dining area, they have a patio door. There's usually a, a, a grill in the floor for a heat supply there. And a lot of times you can just pick that up and... Take a look in that duct because <laughs> that one's, it's at floor level, you know, so if you have, and, and a lot of times you have a vinyl floor, maybe a hardwood floor, laminate, something there, somebody's sweeping, food's dropping off the table. Take a look in that duct. If you have kids, you might find some long lost toys and stuff in or there. Or maybe a some, long lost pet. Yeah. So that, <laughs> that. That's if, where the turtle went. Yeah. If, if you think you, if you want to know if you should have your duck clean, take a look in that, uh, that spot and you'll see how dirty that one you is. You may want to do it before breakfast yeah. though. Or after. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Jason Fox from Capital Heating, Cooling and Electric is here with us along with David Nason, and if you've got questions um, ab- about your duct work or when to clean it or how to clean it, and also anything about cooling or heating or electric, and you know, we talked about generators last hour, you might have some questions about this. You can get through on our WTMJ talk and text line at 855 616 1620. Looks like we're going to get up to 40 degrees today under sunny skies, mostly sunny, I should say. And uh, our temperature right now, 34 degrees at WTMJ. It's 814. From big fixes to do-it-yourself projects, this is The Fix-It Show with David Mason on WTMJ. And this hour, David's joined by Jason Fox from Capital Heating, Cooling, and Electric. And I see we've got some questions coming in on the WTMJ Talk and Text Line. And Jason, this is from the Jefferson Fort Atkinson area. Um, Duck cleaning. Do you go out that far? Yes, we do. We'll come out and clean your ducks, uh, no problem. So if you give us a call, we can uh, basically give you a price before we show up. And then uh, with our duck cleaning process, we have two different methods we can do it. The most common we use is our duct cleaning trucks, uh, which is, uh, they're more powerful than anything else. So like our duct cleaning truck has 12,000 cubic feet of vacuum, right? So 
you look at like your average shop vac, it has 150, right? Okay. So yeah. uh, we use that. A little bigger. Yeah, a little bit bigger. We use that with uh, high high uh, pressure compressed air, and we agitate the ducts, and we suck everything out of your house so that we're not bringing else, somebody else's dirt and debris into your home. Yeah. Uh, so typically most homes we can get done in four to five hours. Um, you know, it, uh, it's a little bit noisy, but it's not too bad. And, uh, we do it seven days a week. So we have five trucks on the road, seven days a week doing duck cleaning. So what's the other way you do it? So houses that are where we can't get to everything easily. We have a, a, another system that's a brush and a vacuum combination. Uh, and then we have to take all the registers off to do that. And then it's a little bit longer of a process. Uh, but then we can go through and do them through the registers back down. So there's a, it's a different way to do it all. And it does just as good a job. It just takes longer mm-hmm. uh, and requires additional. Usually two people have to go do that because it's a lot more work so uh, to do that way. Trick question. How do you clean the ducts if you have a boiler and radiators? Well, you have to buy duct work first. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, then the other thing is, is if you're getting your ducts clean, the other thing you really want to look at is duct sealing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason being is, you know, up to about 40% of the air that your system is, is heating or cooling or humidifying is basically lost to your outside, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's basically getting leaked out of the ductwork and it's going into your attic, going into your walls. Some of it leaks in your basement, which you can get yeah. some benefit for. Uh, but all that duct leakage basically is just costing you money, right? So uh, a lot of times that'll even out the heating and cooling. So like sometimes houses are very uneven, right? You get rooms that are colder than the rest and you can't have a hard time maintaining good temperature, a lot of times that's due to duct leakage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, if you get your duct sealed, you, we can eliminate that duct leakage. So that 40%, we can take down less than four, right? So I always like to give the visual, like a very common size uh, house has a, a 60,000 B2 furnace and a, and a two-ton air conditioner, right? Or two-and-a-half-ton air conditioner. So that's a 1,000 basketballs of air that move every minute through that system, right? But imagine if 400 of those basketballs... We're outside, right? <laughs> and you only have 600 now to, to heat and cool your house, right? It's obviously going to take longer. It's going to cost more money to do all that. When we seal that all up, we can take those 400. We can get that 1,000 basketballs, and we're going to make sure that 960 of them are getting to where they need to go, right? So we can greatly increase the efficiency of the same existing system, mm-hmm. which is obviously going to save you a lot of money. And you can only clean metal ductwork you can't clean flexible ductwork no we can clean flexible ductwork too it depends how old it is though some of the older stuff where it's paper lined and things if we try to clean it it's just going to tear it up because usually at that point it's a replacement thing but no we can clean uh we can clean any type of duct even if you have like duckboard and things like that there's just different methods you have to follow right so uh like you guys have wahi we have nadka right nadka governs how you do all these different things and the Mm -hmm. methods and things you use so i was thinking of a, a furnace or an air conditioning system that's installed in an attic and either a high pressure air conditioning system or just regular ductwork, flexible ductwork that you see, you can clean all that. Yep. We can't do the high pressure, the small tubes. Oh, okay. uh, I don't have anything that'll work in those, but mm-hmm. the uh, regular flex duct systems that are put up there where if they're mixing boxes and duckboard or however they are, uh, yeah, we, we can still do the- those. Like I said, the biggest thing is is how old it is, though, because if it's past a certain age, if we try to clean it, we're just going to tear yeah. it all up. But a high-pressure system, there's probably enough air flowing through that it's blowing everything out of it. Uh, you'd be surprised. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jason, how, how often do you suggest you get your ducks cleaned? At least once or twice a day. No, uh, no. <laughs> Uh, according to NADCA, you should have them inspected every other year to see if they need to be cleaned. Uh, most homes, it really depends on... Uh, how often you have your windows open, how many pets you have, how many kids you have. So, like, if you're, you know, single cu- or a couple, you don't ever open your windows, you're probably going to, you could get five or ten years. If you have a lot of activity in your home and a lot of windows open, things like that, it might be as, as quick as two years. 
it really depends. No house is exactly the same. Um, usually most customers are like at that four and five year mark is when we're going back to do it again. Um, but, or the big thing we do is when someone moves in a new house, right. Cause they don't want to marinate and everything. The other house, the old homeowners left for them, mm-hmm. uh, that they don't know about. Um, I know in my own home, not the one I'm living in, but the previous one, uh, when we moved in there, we had them cleaned and we found a, uh, three dead rat carcasses uh, oh. in the returns. They were large. They were very large. I was like, oh, I think we have a bigger problem here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How are they getting in there? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right, and finally, David, if, if, or Jason, if somebody wants to get in touch with you at Capital Heating, Cooling, and Electric to set up that duct cleaning, let's get that phone number. Yeah. So at capitalhvac.com, you can go on there and you can actually chat with us, text us. You can even schedule your own stuff or just give us a call at 414. 414- 384-4822. That's 414-384-4822. All right. We've got more questions coming in on the WTMJ Talk and Text Line. We will get to those. Some electric questions, more duck questions, ductwork questions. It's all ahead on the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. 822 and 34 degrees. Get home advice from the guy who inspects them for a living. Back to the Fix-It Show with David Nason on WTMJ. And David's joined by Jason Fox from Capital Heating and Cooling and Electric this hour. I'm Libby Collins and for Dayton Kane. And Jason, more questions coming in on the talk and text line. Uh, somebody wants to know, uh, they use their basement usually as a storage area. Uh, how much room do you need to get in for a proper cleaning of those ducts? Uh, so if it's not a finished basement, we can uh, basically, if you, if you, you'll see a big duct off of the furnace, right? And it usually goes in one direction or sometimes in two directions, but it's like a straight line. We just need to be able to walk that whole straight line so we can access all the branches. So I don't need to go down. We can get all the branches from the main part. Uh, so if we can access that, we can do a proper cleaning. All right. And here's somebody else. They've got a 60s ranch. Apparently they've lived there for a while because they've got a 12-year-old lab and they had two <laughs> Labrador dogs before to this, uh, but they've never had their ducks cleaned. Uh, well, give us a call. We can, we can definitely take care of that. A lot for of lab. I, had a, I had a yellow lab for 14 and a half years, and I can tell you they shed a lot. A lot, so, of, lot, of, lot, lot of hair there. A lot so, of hair, dander, definitely. Yep. No, no, no job's too big or, or too small. Like we, we, that's what we do, right? So uh, we have everything set up to do it, and that's, uh, we do it every day. Well, I know in addition, of course, to uh, cooling and heating, you also do electric. So we've got an electrical question for Excellent. you. Uh, let's see. Does the 60A or 100A yeah. electrical service of many older, smaller homes need to be upgraded in order to support an EV charger? Right. So they're talking about the 60-amp service, the old 60-amp, probably a fuse service, or many homes have have 100-amp service. I would say most homes being built today have the 200 amp service. Some of, yeah, some are even bigger. Yeah, bigger. but but I would say the majority of homes have a 100 amp service. Yeah, so it, you know a 60 amp definitely because mm-hmm. your your 50 amp you know you're gonna have a 50 amp uh, breaker for your electric EV. Um, 100 amp can be questionable. It really depends on what's going on in your house as far as electrical. If everything is gas and you have very little electrical, you might be able to slide by. We'd have to look at it, but more than likely you'd need an upgrade to a 200 amp uh, service for safety reasons and things like that. So when we, we'll come out and inspect all that prior to giving you a quote if you want to get an EV charger or get a service upgrade and we can go through your options uh, with it and uh, you know basically give you pricing. It's There's typically not a huge difference in price to go from 
If you're looking for an upgrade 100 or 200 amp, the, the cost difference is pretty minimal. So most people just go with the 200 right away because uh, to do it later, obviously, it's going to be much more expensive yeah. when you're buying everything again. I see 150 amp main breakers every once in a while. Any, any sense in doing that? You know, like I said, it, it was it was kind of like the stepping stone. I think from 100, like people went on 50s, but most mm-hmm. people just go to the 200s now. Um, yeah. You know, it depends. Also, you you know, I know that there's some of the newer homes will have double panels, and there'll be 150 sure. in each because the the service coming in is much larger, mm-hmm. and they'll have actually 250 amp panels. Um, so it really depends. I mean, the biggest thing is is you know, qualified electrician coming out looking at it. What are you trying to accomplish? You know, what's realistic because you you obviously don't want to go something too big in your home that you're never going to get benefit right. of either. And and really any home, the they're getting their service. So if you have a hundred amp service or two hundred amp service at the at the utility pole or the um, transformer nearby has the capacity to bring. Literally, whatever service. Yeah, it's the, the wires coming to your house don't yeah. change. It's the it's everything from where they well, connect down. Uh, unless you're going from 100 amp to 200 amp, those wires have to change, don't they? No, no. A lot of times that drop is not changing. Even in 60s, they're not changing. Right, the, po- really? the po- power coming from the pole is different than the everything coming down. But yeah, so it's uh, uh, it, it's it's a that's a whole other com- yeah, conversation right. with okay. uh, We Energies how they do all that, but. Well, we've got Jason Fox here from Capital Heating, Cooling, and Electric. And after the news, we've got that special giveaway. So get ready. We're going to tell you all the about that. The world's greatest that. club. It is, and I love it. And we've got Jason Fox here to tell you all about it, along with David Nason. But right now, it's 830, and from the WTNJ Breaking News Center, we have Jack Grau. You don't have to do it yourself, but now you can Welcome back to the Fix It Show with David Nason on WTMJ. And we have Jason Fox from Capital Heating, Cooling, and Electric with us this hour. I'm Libby Collins in for Dayton Canaan. Got to ask you about that club, Jason. It is one of the most popular clubs out there. The world's greatest club, absolutely. <laughs> the Capital Cares Club. So, uh, yes, we have uh, two of our beyondifications right right beyond your state your standard tune-up we're going to come in and, and do everything you would normally do in a tune-up but we go way more than that with what we do and we check your how your ducts are doing how your system is breathing what's the actual efficiency doing we validate everything with software uh, we look at your indoor air quality we we do go through all these different steps to make sure that you get the best possible experience it's a full two-hour visit when we come out to the house uh, and then, so you get two of those a year, one for your heating season, one for your cooling season. You get, uh, if you need any repairs, you get 20% off those repairs. You get 10% off your duct cleaning. If you need to get a duct cleaning done, uh, you get $400 worth of capital cash. You can use towards any of our indoor air quality, uh, stuff, or you can also use the capital cash. If you had to buy a new piece of equipment, you can put it towards there. So you get it every year. Uh, and you get a free electrical inspection by our master electrician. He'll come out to your house. He'll do a safety inspection of your entire home for you. Uh, and provide you a free report on that. So you get all those great benefits. You get priority scheduling. If you need a uh, a service call uh, outside of your tune-up, it's only 49 bucks, And you basically can sign up. You get service that day. So it's $48 to join. It's $24 a month. But I believe we're going to give one away here now for a lucky caller. Right. We, we sure are. It is uh, the Capital Cares Club, and you can win that. And all you have to do is answer this question, and we're going to take... Caller number 12. Uh, the question is, what days will Capital come to your home? And you can call right now, 855-616-1620. Caller number 12 is going to win that uh, Capital Cares Club. And you know what? 
when I think about this and all the things you get for that, just the savings over a number of years, uh, Jason, it's it's incredible. It is, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, you actually, you know, just by joining it, you're going to save about $600 a year just in normal things we would get, you know, if you wanted to buy them all a cart from us, right? Sure. So uh, it pays for itself. And the biggest thing, though, is it's where it's going to save you is it's going to save you on headaches of breakdowns. It's going to save you on high utility bills, all those things. So those are really the true benefits, right? So the people that get the maintenance done and things like that, they're not seeing us when we have extreme weather. I know we're not having any extreme weather now. It's going to be right uh, not this week. summer next week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not quite. <laughs> but uh, that uh, doesn't matter. It's, it's still going it, to, every day your system runs, right? You're still mm-hmm. going to need heat next week. It's going to be more efficient because it's running the right way. All right. We've got some questions on our talk and text line. And uh, let's see. Jerry wants to know, should there be anything on the ends of the PVC pipes outside the house to prevent those uh, mice and insects and other critters from entering? Mm-hmm. Um, so preferably not. Um, so sometimes we do have issues where, you know, either children or animals want to get in there. We've, we've pulled squirrels and birds and things out of those pipes before. Uh, so you can put a screen on there. The problem is, is when we get really cold weather, those screens, uh, can sometimes collect the moisture that's coming out of the pipe. And then all of a sudden you will have a, like, it'll freeze up and then you'll have a service call. So, um, you know, we go back and forth on it and all the time. My brother's house actually has that where he's got actually the way his come out of his house, the the birds every summer move in there. So he basically puts them up once, uh, you know, it kind of gets in the 50s, like this week, maybe you should put them up. <laughs> uh, and then he kind of leaves them up until, it, it, you know, we start to get into real cold weather and he takes them out uh, just to prevent that. So the intake is not such a big deal. You can leave that one year on. It's more the exhaust because it'll actually catch that water vapor and then it can actually freeze up. Yeah. But the, probably a more important thing is make sure they're clear. Yep. And also, the probably every furnace is a little different, but they all have requirements on how far apart they should be. Every once in a while, I see the pipes just both sticking out, and they're literally within a couple of inches of each other. Yeah, no, you should never have that. Yeah. Typically, it's yeah. about 18 inches yeah. is the separation, and typically the exhaust will be higher. Yeah. Uh, and the reason for that is if it sucks the exhaust gas back in through the intake, what will happen is it actually will destroy the inside of the furnace. Sure. Uh, so you'll end up, you'll shorten the life of it drastically and a heat exchanger will fail. So you want to recombust com- uh, gas that's already been burned. Mm-hmm. All right. We've got Jason Fox from Capital Heating, Cooling and Electric here with us. If you want to talk with him on the WTMJ Talk and Text Line, that number is 855-616-1620. We've got some generator questions coming up and we're going to ask those questions right after this. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. You don't have to do it yourself, but now you can Welcome back to The Fix-It Show with David Nason on WTMJ. Along with Jason Fox from Capital Heating, Cooling, and Electric. And we have a winner. Uh, Jim from Heartland answered that question. What days will Capital come to your home? And Jason, the question, you've got the answer. Same day repair, seven days a week. And let's give that phone number. If if you happen to be one of the callers that didn't win that Capital Cares Club membership, what's the number to call? Uh, 414-384-4822. Tyler's working right now. Give Tyler a call. He can do it. Or you can jump on our website under the shopping section. You can just sign up yourself if you want as well. I thought the commercial says like 188 hours a week or something, <laughs> how many minutes a week. That didn't, yeah, we that didn't through, fly. We, we go through all those. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. Well, we've got more questions on the talk and text line, including from Andy. He lives in Fond du Lac County. Do you service a home out there? Uh 
Technically, yes. <laughs> yeah. Getting uh, so, a little far. So we have the West Bend Home Depot store, so that drags us up to Fond du Lac uh, to, to do you know work up there. So it depends on where you're at. Uh, but yes, we, we do parts of it. So you can call and get an answer on that one. All right. Uh, generators. We were talking about that last hour, and somebody wants to know the cost to install a switch to run a furnace from a portable generator when they lose power several times a year. So we were talking about that earlier. If, yep. you know, yeah. Typically, a furnace is hardwired, but to, to convert it so that you can plug it into a generator. Yep. So you uh, would basically want to like a, a plug that you could just but it's got a cord that mm-hmm. you could flip a switch yeah. and is just power off the is cord. Is that allowed? You know, I don't know if that would be allowed. That's a, that's a really good question. Um, I'd have to talk to our master electrician about yeah. that one. Uh, I mean, the reason I, the switch is there, it's a service disconnect, so whoever's working on it can turn the power off, right? Yep. So why can't you just unplug it? I mean, it's just like a dishwasher. Dishwashers today are either you unplug them under we, the we, sink we or actually, you have a service We actually could put, your, we could put your furnace, we could actually put your furnace on a cord and then yeah. plug it into the outlet on the side. That's and then, what I'm saying. And then you could, yeah, we could do it that way. That's, yeah, that's that, actually a good that's, thing. That's what they're asking here, so that you could then plug it, it into a generator. So in my mind, I'm thinking of switch. We're going to switch back and forth, but that's probably a better yeah. visual. So thank you for that. Yes, we could certainly set that up where we, you know, because it wouldn't be that hard to do. We'd have mm-hmm. to have our electrician come out and just look at what you have, make sure it's all on its own circuit and you, stuff. You'd probably probably want to have some kind of keeper or something there so that the cord didn't just fall out of the plug or something. And so, I mean, I mean, cords don't just fall out of plugs, but they don't, you know, uh, they, more usually it's kids like, yeah. you know, shut the switch oh, off on the side of furnace. That's so why they, I tell people on home inspections, you know, if, if they're newer first time home buyers or something, I was like, you have kids. Yeah. Well, this switch on your furnace is right at kid <laughs> level. They're coming down here. Oh, look at this mommy, daddy. Yeah. Turn my turn your furnace off. I can't tell you how many service calls we've gotten yeah. for that because it's been quite a few, but it's definitely uh, uh, definitely happens. Well, and I tell people if your furnace isn't working, first thing to do before you call anybody, come down and make sure that switch is on. Make sure that switch is on. Yeah. Yep. All right, another generator uh, question. Uh, they've got a ranch house. It's about eighteen hundred square feet, and uh, can you get a hooked-in generator using natural gas? That's half the capability of the typical whole house generator. I'm confused. I don't do math. <laughs> David, you explain that. Well, so what the question they're asking is typically, well, what we're always talking about is if you have a natural gas generator, it's a whole house generator. So when the power goes on, this generator kicks on, everything in your house is working just like the power is on. And so what they're asking is if there's, is there a cost difference really? Can you get a generator that just powers? What we were talking earlier, maybe the your your kitchen or appliances, refrigerator, your furnace, your sump pump, a couple lights, but not necessarily the whole house. Yeah, we can definitely put a smaller one in the, the but it's not as much cost savings as you would expect right. because it's really a, the same amount of work. Right. Uh, you're just, and then it could actually be more work because now we're going to have to separate parts of the panel. Right. Rather than we're just gonna doing do, the whole panel, it, rather than just doing a whole panel and everything. Yeah. So. It may not be any cost savings, depending on how extensive we have to do that. Now, if you have a couple of panels split and you're already going to just feed one, then it's a little bit different. But um, it, it, you're, you, it, you're better off just going with the whole thing. It's the, For a little bit of additional money you're going to have and the peace of mind you have and the ease of everything, it's just much simpler. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. <laughs> Another question here. I, but by the way, we were talking about those EV chargers earlier. Are you getting a lot more calls on that? People wanting those installed in their garages? You know, we had a, a pretty big ramp influx like in the end of last year, and then it kind of slowed down a little bit, but there seems to be start picking back up. So, you know, we were doing more than one a day for a while. Now we're probably back to doing 
I'd say four to five a week, three a week, you know, depending on the week. So, um, but we're still getting them on a regular basis and in, you know, not just Tesla, but like all the different models and things. So they're still very popular. Um, and I think a lot of people are seriously considering that option when they're getting a new vehicle, um, because it's, uh, you know, the, I don't know what the upfront cost is versus I haven't bought a car in a long time, but the, you know, the operational costs, I have several people in my office that, that work for me or work with me and they have them and they love them because it's, it is significantly less than buying gas and the wear and tear really is the big difference, mm-hmm. right? You don't have the oil changes and stuff like that, but the actual like braking systems and a lot of these things last like a hundred thousand miles. And so, I mean, yeah. the, the, the operational costs are lower, but then you, there is some drawbacks with uh, range and things. So, so. quick, quick question. I, I think this is a quick question, but this is in your garage. Typically our, EV charger circuits that are those GFCI protected? That I couldn't answer. I'd have to ask our I mean, electrician. All your twenty amp stuff in you your know, garage would be normally GFCI protected. I would. The would thing s- is, I think they're internal to the charger though, because you're not just typically putting an outlet in. You're putting okay. a uh, a charging Turn. thing, which has got the wires. Wire, imagine internally that's got to be have additional protections sure. and things like that because it's. Uh, Obviously, you know if your car is wet or things yeah. like that, there could be some other issues. There's a whole lot of more, whole lot more electricity there than just plugging yeah. into your 20 50 amps. amps is, yeah. is, uh... <laughs> that'll, that'll take you down. Yeah. <laughs> Get another question here from an optimist. Uh, apparently, they're inspired by these temperatures that are going to reach around 50 degrees later on this week. How soon should they get their air conditioner checked? <laughs> well. Uh, once it's above freezing, technically we can check your air conditioners, but, uh, I don't know that we're out of the uh, season yet of critter migration. Uh, so if we get another cold snap or snowstorm, you know, which is more than likely, right. I I think we're, you know, towards towards the end of February, uh, we're for things. So, uh, but we'll, uh, you know, we start booking them already. Actually, we, we already have people booking up and typically late March, early April is when we start doing them for the season. And then, you know. Sometimes we have to reschedule because of snow, right? Because we need to get basically the snow and everything yeah. out of there, and then. But we can do them once it's above freezing. We we have the ability and the tools capability to yeah. safely start them and and service them. Home inspectors don't turn them on until it's sixty degrees or warmer. So that's that's so, our that's our rule of thumb. That I, ideally, you know, snow's all gone, right? And then uh, we can do a proper cleaning, and it's warm enough at that point where the critters are typically not wanting to to shelter. <laughs> they got their own house that they, they can move, live in comfortably. Yeah. Unless you wrapped it up in a tarp. You don't want to do that. Yeah, no. Just keep the, the top covered power off. Mm-hmm. All right. Jason's here with us. Uh, we've got a couple minutes left. Uh, time for one or two more texts. There calls 855-616-1620 is our number on the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. We've got 34 degrees. Looks like we're going to touch 40, and it's going to be a little bit on the sunny side today. 851 on WTMJ. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. He's inspected homes inside and out, and he's here for your home issues now. It's the Fix-It Show with David Nason on WTMJ. In all hour, we've been talking with Jason Fox from Capital Heating, Cooling, and Electric on the Fix It Show. And Jason, I you know I know we had Dave from Heartland. He won that Capital Cares Club membership. But let's remind everybody they can all be a member if they want to be. Yes, we're accepting all members. We're open membership by us. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, and as we know, you come out 
every single day of the week, every single day of the year, every time of the day. And if anybody has questions about that or maybe they do need that emergency service call, let's give your phone number and your website. Yeah, no, so we, you know, we're not only are we coming out every day, we actually work every day. So we have technicians that Saturday and Sunday are their regular work days. Same thing with duck cleaners and and other in-home people to give you pricing and stuff. So our call center, we're open every single day, just like uh, any business, like a Home Depot is, right? They're open every single day. We do the same philosophy, right? So we have people that actually prefer a different schedule. Uh, so we're able to accommodate them, and then we actually can help our customers come out on the weekends for same regular repair rates and things, right? So our phone number is 414-384-4822. That's 414-384-4822. That's uh, Tyler's working today. He'd be happy to take any questions we didn't get answered for you. Uh, or you can go to our website. Our website's amazing. It's capitalhvac.com. You can schedule your own appointments there. If you want to find out, you're thinking about getting a new furnace air conditioner, not sure what they cost, don't want to talk to someone, you can actually shop and get pricing right out, right there on our website anytime you want. You can also buy your Capital Cares Club membership and join the club or uh, you can you chat with filters. us. We can buy filters. You can schedule a schedule your own appointments. Um, you can do all those different things. You can chat with us there. You can text us. So uh, we try to make it as easy as possible to communicate with us uh, across everything. Mm-hmm. There you go. One-stop shop. Same day repair, seven days a week. <laughs> and again, let's one more time. Let's give the phone number. 414-384-4822. All right, and I know it's a great idea. I, I'm now thinking time to get those ducks clean because I don't know the last time mine were cleaned either. Well, take a deep mine, breath. Mine were, <laughs> mine, mine were clean the last time when Capital came and put my furnace in. I don't. They did did my furnace in eighteen and my air conditioner last year. Probably yep. didn't do my ducks when you did my air conditioner. No, I wouldn't. No. It wouldn't have needed it by yeah, then, right? So yeah, the, but, you know, the last thing we want to do is so, clean ducks that don't need to be cleaned. So right? this year, when we have the service done, we'll have them check out the ducks and check out the air and all that good stuff. Yep. All right, well, we got Jason Fox. Thank you so much for joining us today, David. As always, a pleasure working yes. with you. All right, thanks, Libby. Thanks. Have Enjoy a good week. Rest of your day. And the Fix It Show is sponsored by Siding Unlimited and J and B Construction. This has been the Fix It Show on WTMJ, presented by J&B Construction and Siding Unlimited. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests at Not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC.